0: Hey guys all things kings hosted by jack green and alex Breda. how we going guys great to be here now this week's episode is brought to you by powerhouse sports down at 204 the parade get down there see susie whiteman the whole team for all your sporting needs all your boots all your shoes all your sporting apparel make sure you get down there and she'll sort you out that's for sure
1: yep i got a chain basketball net from there a few weeks ago and it's looking very good up in our garage and my dad hates it but i love it so Great service down there. Make sure you go say hi. So I've had a lot of questions, a lot of questions about why there was no podcast last week. It's, um, it was disappointing when it happened, but uh, unfortunately our master producer, Chucky, Jack Whiteman, Jack's Productions, uh, had, had an injury at training on Tuesday night. And um, we've got Chucky on on a mic Chucky. for the first time ever Welcome. to discuss the injury.
0: Thanks, lads. A uh, bit, bit weird being on the mic uh, for the first time, but yeah, I'll give it a crack.
1: Yeah, so can you tell us what happened?
0: Uh, so uh, last Tuesday night, we were just uh, doing a routine handball game um, that we do regularly um, and just, yeah, gone in to tackle one of the young boys. Uh, we won't name names for now. But, oh, we uh, can name We, names we definitely will, Chucky. You know this podcast, mate. Let's we're... hope uh, he knows who he is, but um, Nick Worrell just came through, tried to uh, to break the tackle. Uh, connected with the arm which unfortunately is the third time it's been broken in four years now there's a plate in there so that makes it quite fragile and um, yeah next thing I know I'm in sitting in the, uh, the emergency room Tuesday night and getting the scans and Thursday backing for an, an op so
1: fair enough terrible stuff I'm pretty sure I overheard Nick Wilder say before the Hamble game like I'm going to, like, destroy Chucky
0: here. I
1: don't care what I do. I'm just going to get him.
0: Could just be hearsay, but I just, I reckon I just heard that. You know it was. You, you know, he's always out for blood. But, yeah, Chucky, obviously terrible mate and sucks that you're, that you're out for probably most of the season at this stage. But, you know, obviously all things Kings here at Breda and I wish you all the best. So, do, But, you, unfortunately, Chuck you're not the only one, mate, that's sustained an injury. I know, and arguably mine could
1: be worse, but I was ready to go on Tuesday night, but that's not important. So, Jack, you probably know this already. But um tra- treated myself to a new bike a couple of weeks ago, dropped about a thousand bucks on it, and I'm like feeling a million bucks riding down crossroad on my very first ride on it. It's a new road bike. I'm going about I reckon, 25, 30 Ks. Some uh, old mate in a massive Jeep in front of me decides not to check his blind spot. Absolutely cleans me up. Can
0: you tell us about the injury you sustained?
1: So it's it's hard to say because if you're getting
0: upset about it, yeah, it's been it. such like a
1: yeah massive thing in my head. But um, I have got a little scratch on my finger here, as you can see. Oh, um, man, can you see that, man? That's brutal. Yeah, I know, and um, it's taken a while to heal, but and I think it's probably another three day job. But after that, I should be good to go. I've got a bruise in my arm that I can't feel or see anymore, so I don't think it's there anymore. And I did have a graze on my knee that I can't feel anymore. So, mate. Right to be Feel for
0: f- you mate I, that's terrible
1: yeah i know to be fair i am very lucky but um i just want to let everybody know that i'm tough and I, I was ready to go on tuesday night and Chucky wasn't but anyway just the type of man you are alex you know
0: oh you're a man to look up to better
1: thanks mate um so unfortunately this week no fan mail and i'm pretty cut up about that please give you some fan mail I, i'm literally refreshing the dms on
0: instagram all day every day so i don't understand Why aren't people sending us DMs? We've asked for it. I know.
1: It's like you're not listening, but so and I know you are. So please send through some fair mail. You're gonna get a shout-out. I don't care who you are, what you say. I mean, keep it G-rated, but uh yeah,
0: send us some fair fair mail for sure. Except if you're Oli Holmes, you're not getting a shout out. Honestly, if he messages, I'm not he's not getting one.
1: Fair enough. And um our eagle-eared listeners would have remembered that last week at the end of the show. Or two weeks ago at the end of the show, I mentioned that I'd have a surprise to Karen and um yes, I've been working tirelessly on this. And it's coming at the end of the show. So make sure you stick around because it's a beautiful one.
0: I've got absolutely no idea what this is gonna be. So And you're gonna love it. Well, I certainly hope so. I think this might be somewhat of a stitch up, but we'll soon find out. So obviously exciting times around here, Brads, we got the fixture has come out for us. Yeah, we got the Mission Dorks round one away. Can't wait for that. It seems to be a standard thing every year. I think we had them. we have them away? Yeah, we had them away last year round one too. Is is your mate Gator going to be playing? Ah, uh, well, actually, the last I heard of uh, Gator was that he's moved up to the Barossa League. Um, I've kept a keen ear out for where Gator's moving around to. So yeah, no, no more. I think. I hope he's come back. I don't. I really don't. I mean, by all accounts, he's a good bloke. But I, I don't have any intentions of playing him anytime soon. All right. So now I'm moving on to our newest segment, Karen's King of the Week. Very exciting, mate. Yeah. So we thought we'd do a little segment on the show where I'd just call out my favorite king for the week. Might be a little story um, about one of the blokes around the club, something funny they've done. And this week, and it'll come a bit of a surprise to him, he won't be expecting this, but Karen's King of the Week is Tom Barnett. You're kidding. Barney. Amazing. The You're muscle man stuff. himself personal trainer big boy is he big boy and he's just started his own personal training business you know he's absolutely kicking goals on and off the field but the reason he's my king of the wheat breads is because not only is he does he have the physique of a god a bit like zeus Kerno? true true. yeah um he actually split his eye open at training two weeks ago my god yeah well i'm about to tell you (laughs) do you know guess guess who who cleaned up barney Guess out of anyone at the club. Don't tell me it's Paddy Hewitt. Paddy Hewitt. No, Paddy Hewitt. Paddy Hewitt. Hewitt himself. Now, Most mate. dangerous bloke at the club. Oh, my God. Now, mate, and the worst, do you know the worst part about it is he's cleaned up Barney. He's sent Barney off in stitches. I think Gordy sorted him out, thank God. Thank God Gordie uh, was there. Yeah, mate. Thank God for that. Um, Where we be without Gordie? Uh, in a lot of trouble, that's for sure. But anyway, so Pat Hewitt's, you know, cleaned up Barney. And he comes off and we're in the grandstand. And he, he comes up to me and he goes, Greeny. I go, yeah, yeah. What is it, Pat? And he goes, I reckon you get me on Kingspe- oh, on all things Kings. I go, what? And he goes, oh, I've got plenty of stories, plenty of stories. And I go, what, what, "What? give us one, Patty? And he goes, well, oh, I just cleaned up Barney for one. <laughs> And I go, mate, honestly, you're lucky Barney hasn't got a more aggro bonus body because he, he'd sort you out for sure.
1: I'm all for Paddy Hewitt coming on the podcast. I know you aren't, but I love, I love, my, I love after, myself
0: some footy Hewitt. Not after what he's done to Barney, that's for sure.
1: All right. So thanks to uh, Karen for Karen's King of the Week. But um, now exciting, we've
2: got uh, Tommy Tucker Evans. Very exciting. In fair our guest this week.
1: Welcome to the show, Tux. Greeny,
2: Breder great to be here. I've um, listened to Mitchie Kano's last week and I heard um, you guys are challenging the Howie Games for number one podcast spot, so good work.
1: Yeah, in my opinion, the best podcast in the land, all things Kings. All right, so um, how long have you been at the club,
2: mate? Um, I was just, just uh, thinking that on the way down here. I think it's about 13 years, so 2008 was my first year um, under Johnny Cunningham. Um, I still remember my first game at Haslam against uh, Scotch, a Div 2 game. And I remember, I remember kicking a goal, but I remember the, the president at the time, Michael Fotheringham, giving me a can of Dr. Tim's in the change rooms after the game and was hooked from that moment.
1: Fair enough. 13 years old. It's about your age, Karen. Um, what's been your favourite game at the
2: club? Favourite game? Hard to go past the 2016 Premiership. Um, obviously, that's what you play for to win a flag with your mates. <coughs> so that was, um, that was obviously a great day and a, a you know, great weekend that followed. But, you know, I think of some others over the time. 2010 beating Ross Trevor in a Div 2 game at Campbelltown Oval was excellent um, particularly as a 20 year old you know trying to make your mark in uh, A grade footy and also one game in 2013 where we had um, had to beat Scotch last game of the year to get into the finals um, I think Astro was coaching his first year and um, yeah we beat him at Haslam to get into the finals I think Ben Ling was uh, pinching a particular Scotch player all game until the Scotch bloke snapped in the last quarter and got sent off so Pretty special. And then Simo's goal after the siren in a Golden Grove elimination final was uh, hard to go past. So there's, a few, there's been a few good ones over the years.
1: Fair enough. Everyone's favourite paramedic. What about your least favourite game?
2: Least favourite game? Yeah, there's been a few tough ones. I just think of days that, you know, in the early years, particularly at Smosh Westlakes, big overway out there getting smashed. Um, That's a shocker out right there. It's shocking. Terrible so ground. you'd fit Haslam in crossways. Flinders Park as well. I think Fraser Pickney's 150th or 200th game. I reckon we kicked one goal for the game and... And got hammered, but yeah, there's been a few tough ones over the years. So, yeah,
0: yeah, indeed, mate. Um, now out at the club, you got a favourite person, best mate out here. Apart from me, Chucky and
1: Karen, of, of course. Yeah, right,
2: everyone's apart favorites. from the three men sitting around me. Um, you know, good. There's always, and it's the reason you come play for the club because of because of the people involved. But um, you know, I think of guys like uh, Charles Canny, Scotty Fisher, um, the guys that I came out of school with, Sammy Willis. I remember making my a grade debut in 2008 with guys like alex catford and sam franklin but um yeah some great characters hard to go past um guys like nick bentley as well i mean for any young player at the club i'd say if you want to know more about the kings or really get yourself involved in the club go have a chat to buster for half an hour you learn a lot about footy life um you know and all things kings he's got some ripper stories so you know if you want to immerse yourself in the culture spend a bit of time with buster
0: no, absolutely, And I reckon for the young guys out there, they could also spend a half hour talking to you because I reckon you got a lot of knowledge about the club. Um, so for those that don't know, what do you do for work, mate?
2: For work, I um, I teach at the school, Pembroke, actually. Um, went to uni straight after school and did my teaching degree and um, did a series of contracts at Pembroke, but um, lucky enough in the last couple of years to, um, to JAG permanency. And, you know, it's a great place, great to be involved with the coaching side of things, in particular cricket and, and footy. Um, it's really good to see the kids that come through and, you know, come out and play some old scholars footy. You know, you've got guys around the place at the moment like Ned Kennett, Ollie Harms, guys that I've coached in cricket a lot. So, you know, to be teaching them one day and then playing alongside them, singing the song, you know, they're pretty special times. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I reckon you were probably better than I as a teacher at some point in your early in your early teaching days. I'd probably be up there as your favourite student, I wouldn't reckon.
2: That's right, yeah. From what I can remember of you blokes.
0: Better than I, eight grade students, obviously. Um, now, mate, I, I know Breda and I know the answer to this question, but we're going to ask it anyway. Are you single or taken?
2: Oh, I reckon uh, you've got some inside mail here, boys. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I've recently um, been started, started seeing a, uh, a lovely girl. Um, oh, should I stitch her up on the show? Yeah, I think I'll give her a shout out, Bianca. Um, we sort of started seeing each other. I mean, you know, it's taken a global pandemic to bring us together um so obviously dating in these circumstances is a little bit different but um yeah i guess we've been seeing each other for a couple of months now re- going really well um actually took her down to the uh, club sponsor on the weekend powerhouse sports another shout out to powerhouse took her down to see um you know beautiful susie whiteman on the weekend and um you know she always gives great deals so got bianca kitted out in a beautiful pair of uh, mizunos which she's uh, looking forward to to hitting the hiking trails with so thanks susie thanks powerhouse
1: I reckon we get you in shouting out the sponsor of the week, Tucs. That was beautiful. Um, anyway, is there a story behind the nickname Tucker? Because I've always wanted to know this. Excellent I, question,
2: I, Alex. Uh, yeah, it's an interesting one. I um actually got that nickname at uh, McGill Primary School. Um, you know, even in the early days. I remember I reckon my mum tells me on the first day of reception, you know, first day, first lesson, halfway through I just walked out and started eating my lunchbox. So always been into the uh, into the snacks and the and the tucker. Um Nothing although, wrong with that.
1: Nothing wrong with that at all. Oh,
2: perfectly fine. Um, although, uh, yeah, about grade four or five, there's a nursery rhyme called um, Little Tommy Tucker Sang for His Supper. So, um, given my, you know, enjoyment of a snack that uh, just coined the phrase or coined the term or nickname, you know, in early, uh, you know, as a year five student and just, it's just stuck and it's just gone from there and, um, you know, a lot of people don't even know my actual last name and things like that, so... Yeah, Tux is just stuck like glue. So, yeah, And it's and good, like, as a young bloke growing up, it's good to have a um, you know, nickname that gives you a bit of personality and things like that. So, yeah, there's, there is a bit of a backstory, Bretta, so good question.
0: Sort of like Karen. Yeah, Karen, the best nickname at the club, man.
2: Um, you, put your, you put your name down on, um, you know, put it up on Facebook and it just sticks these days. There's some, there's some good ones floating around.
0: That's a tip out there for everyone. If you want a nickname, just chuck it as your first name on Facebook and it'll stick like glue. Um, now, Tux... Obviously, brother of uh, Mark Evans, accomplished player in his own right. Yeah, sure. How's he had an impact on your footy career?
2: Yeah, Mark's been great. And um, actually in this this the COVID time recently, it's been really good. We've had a couple of months um, in the lead up away from training. And during the season, we don't usually get to go for a kick together, but we were doing a couple of running sessions and kicking sessions a week. And um, so really good to, to do some training with him. Um, growing up, we were just kicking the footy outside all night, all day. Uh, marks up just dad kicking us balls all night so um yeah no I've loved it and just watching his journey as well like I remember watching his league debut for Nord and then you know you ride the highs but also the lows when he missed out on a couple of flags at Nord and then the um you know the heartache he went through in um you know signing with Sturd and leaving Nord and leaving his mates but he knew he had to do it for his career and um, you know, we grew up following Sturt, so it was, you know, a really good move. The family was really happy. And just to watch him play in those premierships, particularly 2016, was really special, something I'll remember, you know, for a long, forever. You know, it was an amazing day, really emotional, but um, so glad that he could get that reward because, you know, I don't know anyone who trains and he gets the most out of his own body. So, um, yeah, he's been a massive influence to me, yeah.
1: Mm. Great answer. There you go. Um, So, did you get a chance to play with Mark all growing up?
2: Um, yeah, we did. I remember, um, it's, it pains me to say, but we actually played a little bit of junior footy at Athelston, um, and he often would, uh, you know, hang around for another game and he'd play two years above his age group and fill in for our team. I actually remember playing school footy out here as a year 10, he'd be in year eight and he'd be just hanging around sniffing for another game. And then to play some first 18 footy together was really special. Um, looking for a new house with his uh, wife at the moment. I think they're looking down West, but I'm sure, uh, you know if all goes to plan and mum and dad have their way um hopefully when his Sandful career is over we could hopefully see him back at haslam because you know, i think it'd be great to play alongside him as you know chucky knows playing with your brothers a pretty special you know sp- special thing so yeah it'd be great to play alongside him one day but <clears throat> i think he'd have to find another number because i've got the number 14 unfortunately for him so yeah
1: i'm all for it. i think 25 taken though
0: now togs Obviously, a forwardman out here, one of the most successful probably we've had at the club. How many goals you kicked?
2: Thanks, Greeny. Very kind words. Roughly, um, well, I know it's the exact... No, I don't know it's the exact number. You um, do, though. Are you sure, are you sure <laughs> about that? Uh, some years, particularly when I was young, I used to add them up every year and, you know, keep a bit of a tally. But um, I know it's sort of between six and 700. Um, yeah, I think my biggest was um, 86 one year. That was the, the Kilburn year. But... Um, yeah, about six to seven hundred, somewhere in the middle there. Um, yeah.
0: Now, Tux, just there. You mentioned the Kilburn game, right? So, if I can, you know, cast your mind back to that, um, twenty-three goals. Can you just give us a bit of a bit of a talk through that day? How did it, how did it all go down?
2: Yeah, it was a, a little bit outrageous, and I still get questioned a lot to this time, which you know really bugs me when people come. No, I, I absolutely love it when people ask me about that game. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so. Uh, they obviously didn't have a B grade that season, but I remember rocking up and they'd copped a few big beatings the first couple of games of the season. And we knew that we, you know, had a good chance. And, you know, I remember a lot of their players rocked up at, you know, really late before the, about 15 minutes before the game, went and got a snag from the bar. So like Nick Worrell. A bit like that. Yeah, A bit like the Nick Worrell approach, but they had a full 21 of them. Actually, I reckon they only had 20 players. So it was interesting for an A grade side. But, um, yeah, we went out there and played and it was a perfect day at Haslam. And I remember my first shot for goal I actually missed the first set shot I had for the day. And then my second set shot, um, one of their players walked straight through the mark. They got 25 metres straight to the line and I thought this is going to be an interesting day. I think I had six to quarter time, 11 to half time and I thought, yeah, Astro's probably going to mix the team up and I'll probably be full back the second half to give guys a go and he said, open up the 50, leave it for Tux, we're going to get him 20. Um, so that was really nice of Astro um, but that was, yeah, one of those days and I, I know Mark and... Mark's got a famous photo on his Instagram with one of the Kilburn blokes leaning against the goalpost, which, you know, really summed up the day, but, you know, to kick such a big score, and I think it was 23-5 in the end, so I had the kicking boots on, which was nice. Um, I think I wore my favourite pair of Nike Tiempo's that season, which uh, I've been trying to get my hands on since, but just can't find them on eBay or Gumtree, but, um, yeah, that was a really special day, and I've got a great photo with um, Nick Bentley and Scotty Whiteman after the game, holding up the 23 fingers, and... Yeah, you know, to kick such a big score and um, it was just such a rare day and something I don't think will really happen again.
1: Is it true you've got that photo framed at home?
2: Um, yeah, right above my um, bed. So it's good to good to see it. A bit of inspiration.
1: So you've had nine seasons now in a a great leading goal kicker. Do you think uh, 2020 will see you get to number 10?
2: Well, it's actually been nine seasons of the leading goal kicker trophy but it is 10 of the a-grade one <laughs> of, course so, you don't, um, <laughs> of course you don't. No, there was one year a couple of years ago where buster nick bentley won the um the goal kicking trophy but i think i was still a grade leading goal kicker. i don't know we'll have to um reflect check the honor boards after this uh, interview but um i don't know i'm, I'm not really too fast i'm 30 years old now and i just love being a part of the club the feeling around the place at the moment is amazing like as good as i've seen for a number of years and you know, it's great to have Forster and a few old players coming back, Forster, Fousey, um, Rowe coming to the club for the first time. Um, guys are moving really well. And look, if Forster, you know, he's going to be a number one target and it would be nice to play a bit of a, a bit of a cameo role because it does get a bit, um, you know, stressful when you sort of build it up as you need to kick all the goals and be the main focal point up forward. So if I can just, you know, sit in the pocket or run around and kick a couple each game as long as I'm contributing and know doing a job for the team i'd be more than happy so you know whatever happens happens and just looking forward to getting back out there because i think it's going to be an exciting season
1: yeah man I know all that bit how stressful it's being the target
2: under 13s i was a big man up forward
0: and it just took so much off me and that's why i'm not there anymore you know i can yeah. attest to that you are you are unreal out there Bred, just for like painting fouls.
2: i remember watching those days and that's who i wanted to emulate you know even though i was a couple of years younger than me i just thought you know this is the man i want to be like fair enough all right.
1: So you imagine you're a peer teacher at school. Um, is it of strange when a student turns into a teammate?
2: Um, it is a little bit. Um, I mean, one day you're teaching them, the next year, you know, you're standing around a circle singing the, singing the King song. But like I said earlier, it's a, you know, it's a special, special thing to have, to have taught them, to have coached them, and then to one day be playing alongside them, knowing that you've had some sort of influence. We had uh, young Ollie Harms, um, you know, young A-grade powerhouse forward, I'm really excited to see his development. He um, rang me up the other day and asked I'd be a referee on his um, job application, which is a really nice thing. So just to know that you've had a, a positive Im- impact and influence on, you know, these guys, you know, lives coming through is a nice thing.
0: Yeah, so Tux, um, just to cap it off, mate, you know, like you said, you've been out here for a while now, great club man on and off the field. Um, can you just give us a few words on what being part of the Kings means to you?
2: Oh, you know, it's been, it's been my life for the last sort of 13 years. Like it becomes not only a footy club, but your, but your social life as well. Um, great bunch of blokes, memories, friends that you, you, know, you have for a lifetime. And I just encourage any young bloke to, to get amongst it, be it, you know, an old scholars footy club, soccer club, uh, cricket club, whatever it is, just immerse yourself. And when you do get involved, but really buy in. Um, you can sit back and do the trainings, do the games, but it's that extra stuff going to those events. And, uh, you know, making yourself available, helping clean up the barbecue after the game, um, manning the barbecue for a bit bit of time and, you know, helping out with running a quiz night, these sort of things that, you know, you really get, you know, get some really positive stuff out of being involved with the footy club. So it's just a great place to be. And, you know, I've loved every minute. So, yeah, it's been been great.
1: So, Tark's amazing stuff tonight. Probably one of the best guests we've had. Sorry, Gavin, Mitch. Um, but any final words this season ahead?
2: Thanks, Brett. It's Greeny, it's been excellent to be on here. I actually love listening to podcasts, you know, Howie Games, The Great Cricketer. Um, dual, all Things Kings. All Things Kings, Dill Buckley. But, so I've been really looking forward to getting onto a podcast. So, you know, I've been looking forward to it for days. Um, I was really annoyed when uh, Chucky broke his arm last week. Really was unfortunate for worry. Chucky. So, um, <clears throat> no, hopefully he's back and gets his uh, milestone game soon because... Uh, you know, a lot of players are really upset. But, no, I'm looking forward to getting into the season. It's been a long time coming. It's been a, the biggest pre-season on record, but the boys are moving really well. Um, you know, I think guys are just busting for an opportunity to get out there and be competitive. It's going to be a short, sharp season, but, um, you know, I think we're going to be ready to go. So I think some special things will be happening for the Kings. So, you know, it's exciting to have new young leaders like uh, Greeny yourself and Freda uh, putting your hand up all the time. So, yeah, really looking forward to their influence and... Um, Looking forward to really, you know, getting stuck in for nine games and hopefully something bigs brewing at the Kings. It's good to be green. Thanks, boys.
0: Absolutely. Thanks for coming on, Tux. Thanks, Tux. Thanks again, Tux, for coming on. Amazing, great interview. Yeah, awesome stuff. Real good chatter, and um, obviously he's got a lot of stories and great club man. So definitely great to have him on the show. Even more exciting, what well, we've all been waiting for. Oh, Alex a surprise to Karen. All right, so I've been working this
1: a fair bit. And um, I'm really, really proud of it. It's, it's a bit of a masterpiece. And, um, yeah, I, I, I can't wait to let you hear it and let everybody else hear it because they're all going to be so impressed. I'm, and I know you are too. I'm worried for this, but
0: here we go. Boys, so biggest influence would probably be, oh, Alex. Good to, you know, model a bit of game. Drop a bloke, my name Aaron. Well, do you want me to comment on that? <laughs> I definitely do when you comment on that because I'll be pretty offended if you don't. Well, Brad's, um, it was certainly a surprise that you've dubbed. You've did dubbed, you love it? Well, you've you've done something that's for sure. You've dubbed together my, I believe my king's interview, and and dubbed over Alex as my biggest influence at the club, which is probably partly true. Yeah,
1: true master never gives away his secrets, mate. My lips are sealed, but yeah, I'm I'm glad you love it, and I'm sure everybody else does. And if you did love it. Send it a DM, cause please, mate, with more with more push
0: from the public, you'll be seeing more more Karen surprises. So please, please send us a DM. We are we are waiting for it. We are honestly waiting for it. So get them in. Um, thanks again to our sponsors, Powerhouse Sports. Honestly, guys, get down there, go see Susie Whiteman and all the great team down there. I can I can attest for it. Used to work down there, and um, yeah, it's a great shop. They've got got it going on there. they they'll certainly hook you up with with a good price and a good deal. So yeah, make sure for any sporting needs, you, you certainly get down there. How many employees of the months? Oh, too many to count, mate. Yes, Su- Susie Wyman gave me plenty of, plenty of employees a month for my one Sunday shift a week, that's for sure. Well, thanks for listening guys. And um, we can't wait to have you back next week. With New guests. thanks guys. Cheers.
2: <laughs>